hey, hey, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the mayor, Keith Sheeran, and I'm the host of this podcast. Guys, uh, it, it's been so much fun. I, I released my uh, solo episode last week, and if you didn't listen to that one, apparently it was, it was good. I was a little nervous about it, but I've got a lot of good feedback, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And so uh, I would love to continue to hear that. So send me an email, Heath, at Insurance Town Podcast. Let me know what you think. And if I should or should not do some more of those, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised. So thank you so much for all of that. I, I really needed that. I was a little nervous, a little worried about it. And so you guys provided me the good feedback and downloading and sharing it with your friends. And I had somebody reach out yesterday. It was like, Hey, so-and-so, you know, sent me a link to this and I'd love to, to hear more. And so I've got a call with them tomorrow. Anyhow, I don't want to ramble too much, but that's been super cool for me. So thank you guys so much. Uh, again, uh, check that out. If you didn't, let me know what your thoughts are. Um, and let me know if you have any other um, topics you want to discuss uh, on the show. So also, I sent out something of um, to ask if anybody had any ideas for show guests. Reach out and let me know. And, you know, I had a friend of mine reach out and tell me to have the guy that I've got right now. Um, his name is Brad Tomps. Uh, he's going to be the guest today, new in the insurance business, but already uh, killing it out there, doing a great job. He's a contestant on the protege, is on my team. And uh, it's been a fun ride to watch his growth and see what he's doing and get to coach him through this process. But uh, before we get into that, I've got to throw a shout out. Uh, as they say in the, in the biz, I got to pay the bills. Uh, but, you know, just to talk about uh, my, my partners in the show in Smart Choice, the fastest growing agency network, hands down. Uh, they, they do such a great job with the agents out there, whether you need one market or 10. Uh, they don't have any uh, lengthy contracts. They don't have any upfront fees. They split contingencies and bonuses with you. They just want to help you to get better. And so many times when you get that contract, there's that daunting, you got to get to a certain premium threshold. Well, they lower that. And the volume commitments, they lower that. They do all of that because it's shared across a network. Guys, go to smartchoiceagents.com. Check it out. It's phenomenal. Tell them the mayor sent you. Uh, there's a little map. You can find your your uh sales manager. You can find your territory manager. Check it out. Also, my good friends over at Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting the deck pages you need to quote your prospects. And they truly do a phenomenal job. And, you know, they help you with your, not only your prospects, they also help you with referral partners by giving you customizable links for them. You got to check it out. Use canopy.com backslash Heath. I'm going to have Tolga on the show soon. He called me up not too long ago. We talked about all the cool things they've got coming out and some new stuff. So he'll come back on the show again and tell us about that soon. So be on the lookout for that episode. Now, let's get into the show with my main man, Brad Tom. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this phenomenal conversation. Brad Toms, what's happening, brother? What's up? What is up, Heath? Man, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in North Carolina. The sun's out. The temperature is beautiful. And there's probably some fish that are calling my name here in a little bit. Ooh, so. I like that. Uh, I like that. So uh, whereabouts in North Carolina are you at? So we're in the western part of North Carolina in the mountains, uh, just south of Asheville. A lot of people know where Asheville is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. We're, just, we're just south of Asheville there here at Brevard Insurance. So tell me, let's... Uh, since you've already told us where you're at, uh, and we know your name now, let's go take a walk down memory lane. And once you tell the audience a little about who Brad Tom's in is, why, why is he on my show? Who is this guy? 
<laughs> Tell me who Brad Toms is. All right. Well, uh, so I'm on your show because uh, I am in insurance, but uh, fairly new, only uh, since August of 2022. I mean, t- 2021. Um, and so, um, and I've done some fun things uh, as careers. I've been a high school teacher. I've been a firefighter, a paramedic. Uh, I've taught in the community college. And um, and so last August, uh, I made a switch from uh, training firefighters and paramedics and EMTs to uh, the insurance world. And I'm here now learning as much as I can from good folks uh, like you. <laughs> so talk to me about, okay, so you said you were a teacher, like mm-hmm. a, a teacher, like a, a school teacher, like high school or like yeah, elementary? High school. High school, high school. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't teach elementary. I would end up playing Foursquare all day with the kids. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I was a high school teacher. So I went to actually uh, went to school for management information systems, learn yeah. programming, databases, you know, kind of it was in its infancy. We didn't learn a specialized thing. Like I can't code an Oracle database, but <laughs> I can tell you how it works, you know. Um, but uh, and so when I got out of school, uh, 2011, uh, 2001 had happened right before I graduated and all the tech jobs were like, you had to have a specialized, super specialized uh, skill sure. to get in. And so I ended up getting into teaching. I had some hardware background. And so I ended up getting technology teaching for our school district. And my yeah. father-in-law was, uh, and mother-in-law were both in the school system. And so they encouraged me to also do that. And so I did that for several years. Uh, I've coached golf. I coached football. Um, uh, you know, at the high school level. And so it was fun. And um, then I got into uh, firefighting, uh, went through that training while I was still working uh, during the day uh, in the schools, did that stuff at night and on the weekends. And, and then, so you did the whole like three days on, two days off, like sleeping in the firehouse type thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was full-time firefighter for, awesome. uh, yeah, about two years, maybe two and a half um, and so, yeah, went to left home in the morning and came back the next morning. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I always imagine that, like just being in an adult frat house and like just a bunch of dudes drinking beer and hanging out and yeah. you know, just having a good time, but it's probably <laughs> yeah. not that way. Well, besides the beer drinking. Yes. Uh, they yeah. kind of, they, they frown on that now. They, uh, you know, they don't like you to drink and drive the $500,000 <laughs> fire truck. Right. Um, so, but the other stuff, the hijinks, the antics, the camaraderie is all there. Uh, that's and awesome. that's, that's one of the big draws to the fire service. I think is the, is the brotherhood and the sisterhood that you develop, uh, you know, with, with the people you're working with. Uh, and so that's the, that, that was the most lasting impression for me. Uh, of, of doing that was just, uh, the, I've still talked to guys I worked with, you know, they still call me and call me my nicknames and names they made up for me. And, and we still give awesome. each other a hard time, you know, 10 years later. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a great, it's, it's a, it's a great gig. Um, I just, I transitioned from that back into education uh, at the community college, but I was training, got into training, uh, firefighters and EMTs and, and paramedics, um, so education's at the core of Brad Tom's. It sounds. Like. <laughs> I spent yeah, I spent a lot of years uh, educating folks and and working in the education system for sure. Yeah, so I imagine that probably translates pretty well in insurance. You know, now that you've you've gotten into Brevard, talk to yeah, me about that. Yeah. It does. So yeah, as a teacher, you know, you're you're in front of people, and I think most people like to think that 
instructors and professors and teachers know what they're talking about all the time, uh, but not always, right? Sometimes we're, you know, it's a new lesson or they're, you know, we're talking about something new. So um, in always improvising, trying to bring in new content, new ideas and things like that. So being in front of people is pretty natural for me. I grew up and, and we've talked kind of before um, about, you know, growing up in church and my father being a minister and be, being in front of folks was easy for me from a young age and not really shy, you know, playing music and, and all that stuff. So I don't feel uncomfortable talking to people that I don't know, a uh, group of people. Um, and that's something that I'm getting more comfortable with now is actually, I would rather talk to a hundred people than I would one person. Um, and so that's, that's been a, like, I, I'm figuring that out as I meet people and shake hands and say, Hey, you know, I'm selling insurance. I'm like, Oh, you know, this is easier. If I had a hundred people to talk to, I could do it all day long. Uh, so, but it's that, that one-on-one captivation that I'm growing, I'm, you know, learning and, and growing with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's one thing and explaining things. Uh, trying to relate to the person so that they understand what you're saying. Uh, that's definitely a, a, a huge crossover for insurance. Cause you mentioned insurance, a lot of people, and it's like, you know, they're gone. Yeah. A hundred percent. So if you can come from that educational standpoint, that's a big draw. Cause a lot of people, you know, I know back in my, you know, back in my day when I was selling, it was, you know, I could barely spell insurance, but I was out there selling it doing the best I could. If they asked me a uh-huh. question, I'm like, uh, let me get my CSR or let me get you to, you know, my account manager or to the underwriting department or whatever, because all I was focused on was getting in that next sale. And I was like, Jojo, the idiot circus boy, this pretty new pet. And I just <laughs> got excited. So like for, I wish I would have had that educational background, like that desire to want to, you know, teach others and go from that. Is that an avenue when you're cold calling, when you're out prospecting or anything? Is that something you lead with? Um, it, it- I think it's kind of situational um, because we're in a smaller community. Uh, it's easier to uh, draw a connection, you know, with someone that knew someone that knew, you know, um, and being in the I still volunteer at my local fire department. And so it, it, in a small community like this, it's easy to say, oh, weren't you, didn't you used to work for the college or didn't, you know, and so it, it's kind of easy to make that bridge. Um and so, but if I go to a larger, uh, larger city, like, like for instance, Asheville, and we go over there and we're talking to somebody, you know, and it's like, you, you try to, not everyone's done this, the thing they're doing forever, you know, especially now when I meet people that are my age, you know, they're, this is their second, third, fourth, fifth job too. And so that's, some, that's a, a quick commonality. Oh, I, I just recently got out of education and, you yeah. know, this, that, and the other. And so. Yeah, that's that's been easy to to make that uh, connection with people. Yeah, it's funny how that happens because, like, back I feel like in our parents' day, you know, we were on the same age. They would stay at a career for like 20, 30, 40, 50 years till retirement. Nowadays, right. you see a lot more of that career change or you know, midlife change or encore careers is what I've heard and different terminology. However, you want to church it up, but people want to, you know change that, which I think is funny. And even like, I've been in the insurance industry, but I've been an agency owner. I've been a marketing rep. I've been a podcast host. Now I'm a consultant. You know, even within my industry, I've had four different roles. And so, and like my wife, by comparison, has been at the same place for 17 years, Hmm. you know, in the insurance industry. But it's like, I find that interesting. So that's probably a help to you when you say I'm new to insurance. Like, okay, well, I'm new to banking or I'm new to whatever. Right. 
Right. Yeah, it is. And it, you know, it was interesting you saying that working at the community college, we, I saw a lot of that, uh, you know, I think, and we all did in, in our respective areas and programs is, you know, we had a lot of guys coming through the, the fire training or the fire Academy and they had previously been a police officer or they had previously been in the military. And those were kind of, you know, easy switchovers. But then I had a, we had a mortgage broker one time and he was done. Uh, you know, he was going to make significantly less money as a firefighter, but he wanted something totally different. And, you know, so we've seen that, uh, a a lot And that in here in, um, in a small, we live in a small town and it's a a lot of its tourism base. And so people are reinventing themselves all the time, new business ideas, new, I have this idea, let's try it out or work from home remote. So it, it, yeah, it's uh, it is interesting how people are finding their way or finding a new challenge to, yeah. Uh, speaking of, you know, new challenge, like we were talking about this a little bit off air. We've talked about it probably in the past too, is uh, you know, most of the time when you hear of new agents in the business, they're usually in their twenties. Right. Brad's an old guy like me. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. I'm know, a few years away from retirement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's still got a good 20 years. Probably. Yeah, no. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's different. And you and I've talked about this. Like when you're mm-hmm. 21, 22 years old, if you're getting in the business, you don't have kids and a mortgage and a second mortgage or car payments or whatever. So right. you can live on ramen a lot easier back then. But when you come in, you know, Brad Tom's 45 with kids, a wife and a mortgage and all that kind of stuff, it's a different ball game. Am I right? You know, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And there's definitely, uh, and it's pressure I put on myself, not from my agency owner. I've known him and we can talk about, you know, how I got into this, but um, he has been really great and very supportive. And it told me from the beginning, like, Hey, this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Just, you know, start working it now. It'll pay off, you know, good, great for you in the, in the future, you know, not in the, not very distant future, uh, but very, you know, sooner than you think, but you know, it, it just do it right, build it up and, you know, the rewards will be there. And so, but at the same time, yeah, I feel all those mortgage. Yeah. We wife, kids, they want to go on a vacation. There's soccer. There's, yeah. you know, there's all, all the things that all you, you got to do. Yeah. yeah. There's all of those things. And, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I find it something that I wanted to, to nest here for just a second, just because I, I want my audience is listening. There are people out there listening to the show from all over the country that are right in your spot. They just switched or in the last year they have, or they're thinking about it, or, you know, maybe they are younger or whatever it might be. But like when you first started out doing insurance, what were some of the early lessons you, or the first things you want to do to make sure, cause you've been successful in this short amount of time you've been in it. What mm-hmm. are some of the things that you had to do to set yourself up for that starting off brand new? I think the, I mean, I had, um, I had some preconceived notions about, what it would be like. And, you know, people telling me no, or, you know, no, I don't talk to you. No, I don't talk to you. Cause I had not really been in a true, you know, sales role, yeah. sales role. Right. I marketed stuff before and we had to, you know, attract students to our program or, or, you know, we would market for the, the firefighters and stuff, but it, it didn't really impact me. Right. If I don't, if, if a student said, no, I'm going to another school. Okay. It doesn't impact really my salary or, or, and on the other side, in which is kind of why I was turned on to insurance and, and sales in general, is if I got 50 students to come to my program, I still wasn't that impacted, um, right? The college didn't say, hey, great job. Here's an extra 20 grand for getting all these students to come through. So, 
Um, but yeah, right. I think the biggest, um, one of the biggest lessons was just, uh, listening to the people that were here and have went before me in the agency. And when they said, Hey, this is best practice for this, um, pay attention to this. Um, you know, that's what I did. And, and so following directions, you know, being a team player, slogging out certificates and accord apps in the beginning to, to know why we were doing something versus just doing it. Um, you know, why we offered, you know, a package or why we did this, why we did that being able to, um, I wasn't necessarily in a service role, but they, I did a lot of service when I started just to see what the back end looked like uh, and to, to be able to talk intelligently um, when someone calls. Now, I, I, I couldn't probably talk someone through all the way their policy just off the top of my head. But if someone called and said, hey, you know, here's my business. I need some insurance. I feel pretty confident now being here and, and taking the direction and, and the coaching and saying, all right, hey, here's what you need. Here's what I need. Here's what we need to do and get into a figure and a close pretty quickly. Um, yeah. And so, so, so it was starting yeah. off and instead of just jumping right out there in the deep end and trying to sell, you started off more back in sitting in the chairs of like an account manager or, you know, director of first impressions or, you know, doing more of the service of learning some of that before you jumped right out of the deep end. Right. Yes, I did. I did. And so they, and I had the opportunity to kind of do both. And, and because we live in a small community and, and we've been here, you know, I think 12, 13 years now, uh, and my kids, we, we played soccer and I helped with that. So it's not like I'm brand, I came in brand new to this community uh, and our, our agency's done well with social media. And that kind of started uh, not too long before I came on. And I, I've been a, a large part of that and helping them with that. So it's been yeah. very noticeable. I've been very noticeable to people that I'm doing this. I'm in insurance. You need right. to call us. And so that that's helped um, oh, as well. Yeah. And so, oh yeah, I'm, I'm buying this property, you know, this investment property. I'm, I'm, we're doing this commercial thing. What can you guys help? <laughs> Absolutely. We can help. Right. Uh, and so I was able to bring in and be able, you know, it's like, Hey, I got this, I got this contact. I got this lead. And, and, you know, they walked me through, but well, this is how we do it. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a great process. So, you know, I, and, and, and on the other side of that, and, and we had some some folks on the protege, um, and I, re- I remember him saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm kind of out here on my own. I don't I'm just talking to people, you know. I'm just getting numbers and knocking on doors." And I was like, "Dang, I don't know, you know, if, if he's really being set up for success um, with that situation, right? You know, and just thought, wow, I, I I feel very you know fortunate to have the the time here with with the training and, and the support to be able to go out and and, and ultimately have the tools to be successful." And then it, I you know, think, it's on me. Yeah, I think something that set you up, in my opinion, for success early on is something you said that your the owner of the agency told you from the very beginning, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. I think, first of all, that had to have given you kind of like a sit back and be like, okay, I don't have to just hit the ground sprinting. Like you said, a friend of ours uh, was talking about he had to just be thrown in, no floaties, straight to the deep end, and just go knock on doors and figure it out, and then learn insurance as he goes. That's like like you said. I don't know if that's the best success you know opportunity for him, but for you, you know, by you understanding, okay, I can take a breath for a minute. They're going to teach me some things. I already know people in the community. People right. already know me from the community. You know, I've saved their cat out of a tree or I've run into. <laughs> that's what I, another thing I picture firefighters doing a lot uh, of cats and trees. I'm just no, 
No, we use a fire hose. <laughs> they use a fire hose to get them out. So. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, I always just pictured, you know, how many cats have you got out of trees? But anyway, you know, yeah. you've been there. You know these people. You've been in mm-hmm. church with them. You've been in the local restaurants and you've been around. So you know these people. They know Brad Toms. Right. And so you've been able to just live, you know, you can prospect off of your existing relationships and learn insurance in the background as you go. It says opposed to, here you go, like so many producers out there, you get a little pat on the butt. Hey, go get them. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. Right. And then what I get to hear on the flip side of that is I can't find a good producer. You know, I can't find anybody that, you know, could do well. I'm like, did you really set them up for success? You know, mm-hmm. did you really... So you saying that, I think, goes a long way. So for those that are listening out there right now, um, you know, t- take a breath for a minute, you know, learn from the, on the backside of that. Yeah, you still got to prospect. You still got to get out there and do the work. Right. But, you know, take that time to educate yourself, to learn a few things and to, to understand, you know, maybe start with some little wins instead of, you know, jumping straight after a, a whale account. Right. You're probably never going to get Right. And, you know, we, it, it's a, in a community like ours, uh, we, when someone comes in, knocks on our insurance door, they, they tell, I mean, they let us know like, Hey, so-and-so is banging on our door, you know, yeah. I'm sure they're banging on everyone's door in every state is, you know, these companies, but, you know, and, and so I, I've gotten to hear, like, I hate that. I hate that dude. He's in here every week asking for our deck pages. Yeah. You know, I don't know that guy. He's in here every, you know, and so that's been, you know, fun to, to hear on the other side of that from, from our insured to, you know, we're it's, it's some smut Southern town, sure. A lot like Arkansas where it's pretty laid back. People like to do business with people they know. And, uh, you know, you, you walk in with a flashy watch and a suit and it's like, uh, I don't think right. this isn't, you know, it, they, st- it's with hesitation versus, you know, uh, I work in Charlotte. I better have on a snazzy suit or I'm not going to get to talk to anybody um, because they're not going to take me seriously. Uh, so it, I think it you got to know your audience just like anything else. Um, uh, sure. So. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you do have to know that audience. But I think, you know, again, going back to, you know, you know, people in the community, you know, those sort of things, you know, your audience, so to speak. Now, once you've gotten in there, you've gotten that. Now, you know, some of the things that we've talked about um you know, through, you know, a program called the Protégé that some of you know about, you know, you've got to develop, like, why Brad? You know, why should they buy from Brad? And we're trying to develop that mm-hmm. as we're going through that. And, you know, you, you uh, and I have worked on, and Ariel and the rest of our team, Mitch Gibson and whatnot, have worked on uh, what that looks like. If you, you wanted to lead with safety and lead with education. Uh, right. So, you know, I guess we know why, obviously, because we just heard you tell us you were a firefighter and a teacher. So mm-hmm. I think that's brilliant to start there. But what does that look like for you? I mean, has, have you been able to use that in the field yet? Have you gotten some reception on that? Or is that something you're still building? What does that look like? People can get insurance anywhere. They can buy coverage and be coverage to death with any anybody. And so it's really more about um, the people you want to work with. It's more about the relationship, the value you're bringing to their business, not just well, we got you covered in case somebody gets slips and falls or, you know, that kind of, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, um, right. so I, we hope you never have to use this, but if right. you do. Right. Uh, so that's been, uh, that's been a, a huge education, it, you know, just being exposed to people like you with your experience and, and the way that you approach it has been invaluable um, because my, uh, my agency has been, it, uh, 
as a small town agency, not necessarily smaller accounts, but hasn't had the taken the opportunity really to go after larger like middle market accounts. Um, there just hasn't they just hadn't had to, and so that's that was part of my uh, role is to find some larger commercial accounts and you know I go after. So the the protege was a was a great fit to be able to to make that. So thanks to I don't know how, how I don't know how many times you want to plug David Carruthers on your show, but. <laughs> Hey, it's fine. You know, we, we always plug our friends around here. Okay, um, good. good. You know, like but you I, mentioned, you yeah. know, you mentioned earlier, um, the big thing about firefighting uh, was that brotherhood. That's what attracted you to that. That's what attracts me, the brotherhood, the sisterhood. Mm-hmm. For me, all I've ever known is the insurance industry for the last 20 years, 18 years. So I'm attracted to that same brotherhood and that same sisterhood, that same family and you know, Mitch Gibson's already texted me a few times since we've been on the show. And, you know, we always want to plug each other, you know, David Carruthers and whoever else. I love that because I can pick up the phone and call any one of these people across the country mm-hmm. and they'll give you advice. They'll help you out. It wasn't always like that in our industry. And I think it's okay. great that we have that collaboration and to be able to to do those sort of things. And so, you know, that, you know, going back to we were talking about a minute ago, speaking of collaboration, I know one of the ideas that came up in one of our calls uh, between me you and Mitch and Ariel was, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, cross country, so to speak, cross state line, you know, collaboration between you and Mitch to be able to help each other out with some of these ideas for safety videos and being able to, to create an education center type of thing. And, and I find that to be super cool that you don't have to be afraid of that to be like, Mitch is not going to come over to North Carolina and write your business. And there's no <laughs> way you're going to the farm in Indiana no. and try to pick off his business over there. So Right. I find that super cool. Yeah, it was a that was a good idea. I think that was kind of Mitch's, um, you know, brainchild for that kind of collaboration. And uh, I, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I mean, he's he certainly being able to leverage, you know, not in a in a negative way or, to, or take any advantage away. But yeah, Brad's I've taught people how to climb a ladder and safely yeah. use them. And, you know, why not put that together in a 10 minute video that someone can use, you know, for their commercial insurance platform or. No, I think you're exactly yeah. right. Ladder training, you know, safety training, I mean, all of those kind of things that you've done and you've lived that. So you have that experience and you can come at it from an authoritative standpoint to say, this is exactly what we taught to professionals who run inside burning buildings or climb trees to save cats. <laughs> We've trained this so you can have that kind of, or when you're doing a property inspection, you probably see stuff that I would never see. Right. Yeah. I mean, for sure. And and I was telling you before we started, I got to walk through a, a tractor like a farm equipment dealership uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. And um, as we were, you know, they were taking me back through their inventory and their shop. And I mean, that was just kind of the first things that I saw like, Oh, you know, they, and I was just making notes. I didn't say anything to them. I didn't want to come off like that, but you know, this is kind of disorganized. Hey, there's a safety hazard there. That door's blocked. You know, yeah. I didn't, you know, where's their fire extinguishers? Like those are the kind of things that just, that's just been my world. So I, I, I noticed those kind of things, um, you know, where someone else may walk in and it's, you know, that they're looking at other stuff like, Oh, there's X amount of inventory here. They need seasonal coverage. They, you know, that's not, that's not where my brain goes first. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's super cool. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we got a surprise guest here. Uh, uh, right on time too. That's pretty funny. Um, I told him I'm recording. He just happens to know my, my link. We're at a mid roll ad, ladies and gentlemen. 
And I wanted to talk to you about my good friends over at Agency Performance Partners. Uh, they, they just love working with agents. They want to help them become ridiculously amazing by helping growing agencies like you uh, that are listening to this show or the agencies that you work with to become ridiculously amazing and solve the industry's biggest challenges. And one of those challenges is uh, your staff's too busy. Uh, they're too busy to answer the phone. They're too busy to get to those quotes on their desk. They're too busy to get back to people in a timely fashion. And it, it's causing a, a bottleneck in your agency or it's causing some issues and hiccups. They just released a brand new course that I was able to be a part of called Time Management, Apex Time Management 3.0. Go check that out. Uh, you can do it uh, live, you can do it virtually, or you can do it through their uh, their school, so to speak. Uh, it's called the Agency Performance Pack. Go to agencyperformancepartners.com. Check that out. You're going to be so happy you did. Tell them the mayor sent you. See if that does anything for you. <laughs> also, my friends over at CoverDesk, let me tell you real quickly, they are the best at uh, training and working with it and getting you ready to work with virtual assistants. They train them uh, before they even bring them to you on the insurance industry and what we do as an industry. They know the systems. They know how to do certain things. You can get one or you can get a whole team of virtual assistants to help you out, whether you're doing a major project or you just need some administrative tasks taken off your plate. Go to CoverDesk.com. Tell Andy that I sent you. You'll be so proud that you did. Now let's get back to the show. Here he is, the one and only Mitch Gibson coming to join us. Gentlemen. What a surprise. Your ears burning, bro? Your ears were burning. We were just just talking about you. I don't even know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Nah, we we were just talking about, because, you know, you know our man Brad over here has been, you know, a firefighter, and he was talking about early on how the biggest thing that attracted him to being a fire, a lot of people, is that brotherhood and that sisterhood. We were just talking about the brotherhood of insurance and how you were texting me earlier. I've been texting with Brad and Ariel and, you know, David Crud, whoever. We can just pick up on a call to the cross country and talk about stuff and collaborate. And I just literally mentioned that y'all two were talking about doing a collaboration on some safety videos from North Carolina to Indiana. I was like, there's no way he's coming to BFE Indiana to write your business. That's exactly right. (laughs) And you're not going to North Carolina. I'm not going to North Carolina either. I can tell you that. (laughs) So I I think that's cool though. And, you know, here we are, the old protege team back together for a minute. But yeah, so, or team M&M. We won't get more protege plugs. We'll talk (laughs) M&M. Yes. So anyhow, um, so yeah, I just think that brother, it's cool, and that, that you know he, you know Brad was just talking about, you know, I I told him, uh, I told the, the the audience, all Brad ever did was run and save cats out of trees, but he was talking about how he actually did ladder training and stuff, and so we were just talking about that. So no, I think uh, that that's I think the cool thing that you know when when we got this whole approach started, and then kind of Brad and I started to kind of develop into not only just you know I guess competitors in this show, but also understanding that this, there's more to the show for the long run, right? And, and for for us, it's building that specific training center or educational library that we can help people. And you know we're sitting here trying to decide, yeah, he's going to do an education center, I'm going to do an education center, and it, it hit me in the head, and I'm like, are we stupid? Why, why would we, why would we recreate video that you've done? I've done in the context of everything's going to be the same. So let's just split maybe some of this context in half or this content in half and let's break it up and do so. We're still in the building blocks of getting all that done. 
Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, being able to collaborate and share ideas is, is a key, key factor in a lot of the things that we do as insurance agents anyways. Everybody's willing to share. But the best part about it is knowing that we don't have enough time and there's not enough time in the day, let alone enough time in a freaking week to where we're going to be able to put together, you know, 12,000 videos like Marcus Sheridan and, and, and uh, Chris Green, the flood insurance guy. We're not going to be able to do that. So how can we help each other here? You break up 50% of some of these video topics. I'll break up 50% and let's share them on each other's pages. Yeah, he may not work for HRM insurance and I may not work for Brad's agency, but on the same token, all it is is a face. All this is a face and someone that's going to be able to provide some of that training, some of that context. Like I said, a lot of that stuff we're doing anyways is already, already the information's out there. We're just transcribing it in video form so we can help educate others. Yeah. And Brad could throw a, an intro video on top of yours. Just say, hey, I'm, I'm Brad with Brevard Insurance. This is my buddy, Mitch Gibson. We collaborated on this. He knows this and vice versa. If you need a good video on how to get a cat out of a tree, you holler at Brad. <laughs> Talk to him, Brad. Tell Brad, him. how do you get a cat out of a tree? Yeah, water hose, water hose, <laughs> water hose. You you don't have any pita, pita. No, no we're pita. good. Okay, but you know, Brad goes through a building, and he was talking about this. Brad sees things differently when he walks through and does a property inspection, right, Brad? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, you know, we were just talking about Brad sees, you know, uh, or I would, I don't look at doors being blocked or. You know, I don't notice like clutter over here, trip hazards where you see those kind of things, right? Yeah, I do. And that's, you know, that's what we, that's part of the curriculum for, you know, training firefighters. We go through, um, you know, building construction, we go through safety inspections. And a lot of times they, one of our blocks is fire and life safety education. And a lot of people think of that as, oh, we show up to the elementary school, hand out plastic hats and stickers and you know, tell everybody, <laughs> stop, drop and roll. Um, right. <laughs> and that's part of it. Uh, but the, the bigger part of that is, is interfacing with businesses, doing safety inspections. You know, are you, is your stuff secured? Do you have your doors blocked? And, and some of that's for people trying to get out and also firefighters getting in. You know, if you have your panic doors, you know, be locked because of, you know, theft or something like that. And we can't get in. That's just as big a risk to your business for us not being able to get in and put the fire out or get in and save somebody, you know, as it is for you trying to get out of the building as well. So yeah, um, I definitely look at that, you know, how many extension cords do they have plugged in? What's, what's running, you know, stuff. That See, what's stuff, crazy yeah. to me is you're saying all this and you act like it's like second nature to you, but there's a lot of insurance agents listening to this. Like I would never thought about that. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about oh, why do we need to know that? That's the kind of stuff I would have never thought of. And yeah. Mitch over shaking his head like, yeah, there's probably people in his audience that are dumbasses that don't know that kind of stuff. But again, <laughs> not really. Truth. And then a nice, in a nice way, it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you've got as a new agent, you've got to lead with when you're out there in the field, talking to people and, and prospecting. I know you know a lot of people in town, but be able to say, I'm not like the guy down the street. I think differently. I'm a fire. I think safety first. They know you're an educator. You know, mm -hmm. they know you're a coach. They know you were this. This is what I do, guys. Why not? Let me translate the insurance for you and save you some money, help you out, make your business better, whatever it might be. It's it's brilliant. It's just oh, the, it's the added it's the added value piece, right? I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing from start to finish of any process of, or of any any type of sales is like, what are you going to be adding differently than the competitor? You know, there's probably not many people out there that are building an education center or an education library with videos that are going to answer questions so that these HVAC contractors don't have to don't have to, in their sense of mind, feel stupid 
because a lot of them don't really don't really care about insurance, right? No one wants to talk about insurance. What can you give them in return of getting the chance to give them a protective insurance policy that's going to make their business better, safer, healthier environment, and also help help put money back in their pockets at the end of the year at the end of the year. And forget to, for, for a small video to let them understand why their mod sucks and why having a 1.20 mod is costing them thousands of thousands of dollars every year. Would you want to know if you're wasting thousands of thousands of dollars a year of something that's so simple that could be taken care of and handled by a risk advisor? I mean, that's where the broken piece of, oh, I'm going to go cold, call, cold, call, cold, call, knock down doors. You can do that all day. What are you going to have and what are you going to offer and add value differently than Joe Schmo down the street? So I can, and Brad, I'm going to be honest with you. I commend you, dude. Like you, you've jumped into this thing head first. You're kicking ass. <laughs> um You've probably been more on time submitting your challenges than I have, but um, that's a that's a different story. But on the same time, man, I, I'm proud of you, and I'm ex- extremely extremely happy to have get to meet you and uh, be able to build a friendship and hopefully a continued relationship down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Mitch. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was uh, a few times, and you know, I I don't know if David got a chuckle or if he even paid attention, but it was you know by the time my I would start my video, it'd be like 11:45. I'm like, oh, I got plenty of time, and then it would not upload until this timestamp would be 1159 or 1201. I was like, Oh, I hope he's don't worry. You got it in before I did. I guarantee it. I hope he still takes it. (laughs) No, he'll definitely still take it. Uh, You know what? I really think is funny. I'm going to say this for Mitch. I don't care. I'm going to speak for him for a minute because we're close enough, but I really do know. And what's cool about this is Mitch is rooting just as hard for you as he is for himself to do well in this competition because A, this type of duty is, but B, we do have that brotherhood. We do have that camaraderie. We do have that, that team M&M, that friendship there. And so if you ever need anything, either one of you, I guarantee you could reach out to the other one and help. It goes back to that brotherhood, that insurance thing. And I spoke for you, Mitch, but I know that's how you feel. That's, that's exactly right. We talked about this the other day. It's exactly yeah. what it is, man. Surround well, yourself and get yourself around a network that's going to be able to help you not don't be the smartest one in the room either. Yeah. yeah. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, Mitch, uh, he, he certainly uh, showed me that early on because I was very interested in doing uh, kind of replicating what Mitch did and with his uh, inside the County inside Indiana yeah. there. Um, and so I was like, Hey, I'm interested in doing a podcast. He's like, boom, here's my link, link up with me. And I think we spent an hour on the phone and he was like, do this, do this, do this. When you get to this point, give me a call. And so, um, that was very refreshing and I was super appreciative. I was not ready to launch it doing the, all the protege stuff and learning the insurance, but it's still on my, still on my to-do list for this year is to, to, <laughs> to, to get something launched like that. But it, it was very apparent. Um, and I, I, I didn't, I had no expectation that it would be that way. Um, uh, but I think that just goes to show, you know, the insurance industry is not full of a bunch of you know, slick people that are just trying to take your money. We are here trying to help each other, you know, succeed and, and, and do as much as possible to, to move forward. Here's, here's what's ironic to me about this. I think this is hilarious. We just kind of alluded to this earlier, Mitch, but, and you'll hear it when you listen to the show, there's 20 years difference between the two of you and you're brand new in insurance. He's the the veteran in insurance, Brad, he's been around mm-hmm. for five years. And, and we talked about earlier, there's, most people getting into the industry are 24, 25 years old, just getting started. 
your 45 getting started, but y'all could still have that same, you know, common ground of getting started in the industry and that ascend into, you know, successful insurance career. So again, it's so, all, I, I love our industry. Like I could talk about it forever. And I love what we do, how we do it. And that passion between the two of y'all and myself included that vast so many different, I've got 20 years experience, five years experience, six months, eight months experience. But, you know, we're all right there together in the same boat, rowing the same direction. It's so cool to me. I, I, I don't know. I just love it. Maybe that's dorky. Maybe that's nerdy, but I don't care. It's myself. No, I, I think it, it it's not because there's so many industries that are um, experience driven. And, and, the, and the fire service is a great example of you don't get any respect uh, in the fire service as, a, as the new guy. You're the FNG. You're the, you're the scum. You mop the floors. You clean the toilet. You don't get to say anything. Uh, you don't ask questions. You do what everyone tells you to do. And then, you know, four or five years later, maybe you get a promotion, you take the right test, take the right classes. Um, and so, and some of that, <laughs> some of that, uh, some of that is changing with the, the dynamics and the personalities of, of younger people. But, you know, there's lots of industries that are like that, where it's very much, oh, you're the new guy. We're not listening to you. We're not taking any of your ideas. Uh, you gotta, you gotta be doing this before you earn anybody's respect. And so that's, that's been refreshing. I certainly, I don't expect to have a 10 million listener podcast next week, but, um, you never know. (laughs) (laughs) You really don't. In our agency, it's been, you know, from the very first day, what do you think about that, Brad? As you know, and not as a new guy or not as the, but it's been, oh, what'd you guys do when you were at the, or in the firehouse? What'd you do when this happened? Or, you know, so this, it's been a really great situation where, uh, and I think that's a, you know, um, in, in any industry or any, you know, workplace or team, you know, it's not necessarily about what you're doing, but draw on the experiences, other experiences of, of your team members. I love that you said that. And I love that you talk about that because I think if you're new in this industry, whether you're 25 or 45, draw on your past experiences, draw on your life experiences and use that. Yeah, you might be new to insurance, but you've got experience in the firefighting. You've got experience in teaching You've got experiences other places that are valuable to that customer. You know, like in the beginning, Mitch used baseball a lot, still does. There's a lot of parallels there within that. And then we got to be this successful TV show podcast host guy. He used a lot of his technology and a lot of his background there to help him. And then even like just being a cool guy and having best friends in the, you know, parallel industries, he created a whole funnel of, and I mean, five years in this dude's, you know, got a, a huge following doing well. And so many things you're eight months in whatever, killing it out there. I mean, it doesn't matter where you're at. You draw on those last, those life, life experiences. I'm going to edit myself on that one, but yeah, draw from that. <laughs> Seeing the thing too, on the, on the total opposite side of that parallel that you just talked about, you know, yeah. your, your agency's asking you what this, you know, what's your thoughts on this? Or, you know, can I talk, what, I'm going to go get advice from this young agent, even though I'm 20 years of 20 years difference. The one thing that I struggled with the most, and that's obviously starting to shift now because of things like the, the, the group team that we've been able to establish from the show um, is my age walking into a very veteran machine shop or manufacturer or HVAC contractor and they look at you and forget the beard, forget how I can talk. You walk in and you already get a, you pretty much get two no's leave before you step in the building because when you haven't been here very long, you look like you're 16. A lot of those people on the corporate level don't, they, they want experience. They want people who have, they want to see their, their resume. Who have you, who have you done business with 
like ours who that that's huge. But I think on the back end side, if you're young and getting established in that, maybe experiencing that same issue of I'm getting some I'm getting some pushback because of my age when trying to go after some bigger accounts or even accounts that have veteran uh, executives and uh, treasurers and people that have been there for 35 plus years and they get comfortable the same way. The way you get through that is offering something unique and different and creative. Right. And we talk about the education center. You walk in there and ask them, ask the business owner, shoot him an email and ask him if his current agent supplied him with educational videos and resources and documents that's going to better serve his, his business. That's going to help lower work costs, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. Right. That's going to put you at a better stance. You might only, you might have that one foot pushback rather than the two or three. So you're, you're, you're giving yourself a better opportunity or better, better, percentage of chance to get to have that conversation because you're adding something inside, you know, you're bringing something with you and adding that value. So for me, if I could give that advice to young agents is one, don't be scared to go walk in and have that cold call, but two, you better be freaking prepared because a lot of those people are very, very intelligent and smart. And if you can walk in there and make them smarter and educate them more, you're going to stop them in their feet and tracks and say, who is this guy? This guy's pretty damn sharp. So understanding, understanding that on the other side of, business to business relationship or, um, you know, rather than the business consumer side, we're all here to help. Your agencies want to help. They're asking you for advice. What did you do here? You're a firefighter. What safety programs can we put together, Brad? That's going to help add value to those manufacturers, but to those HVAC contractors. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big shift and I'm starting to see it kind of shift even more of that, not caring how old they are, as long as that they're providing the quality of service and product. With that, I'm going to have to boot you out. You had a mic drop. I'm out. You killed it. Hey, I got to give Brad his moment in the sun. And I was getting ready to hop off anyways. I don't have time for this today. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mitchie. Love you, boys. Peace. Peace. See you, Mitch. <laughs> I love it. That's great. That is, that's my brother from another mother right there. And the, and the audience knows he's been on twice now. They know our type. But, yeah. uh, and I'm glad that you and him become, he's such a good dude. Um, yeah. It's yeah. a fun surprise to have jump on the show right there. Right on time. Right on cue. It's almost like I texted him a link and said, jump in, but um, <laughs> just kidding. But anyhow, I, uh, I, I do appreciate it. I do think that, you know, we, we got into some good stuff there because that going back to what we were talking about that, um, you know, leading with why Brad Tom's, you know, and that's something that I, I think leaning on that experience and leaning on those things that, you know, and it gives you that extra leg up and that confidence to walk into any room, especially if you know them already, right. you know, that's got to help you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it is. And it has been, um, I've had more, I've had more people approach me just, you know, soccer field or whatever. And like, Hey, I, you're, you're doing insurance now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I need to go to quote from you, you know, I've, and I've, I've got a grading business or I'm building houses and yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been meaning to, to do that. I'm, I'm glad you're doing it. So um, it, th- yeah, that's, it's been, that has been um, good as far as, you know, I haven't had to approach every single person for uh, writing some of these accounts. You know, it's, but I also, you know, feel like I'm trying to be a good person and, (laughs) you know, be a, you know, good community member volunteer and uh, do that thing. So I, you know, I I hope that people feel, you know, comfortable and and, uh, confident that, uh, you know, I'm going to treat them right no matter what I'm doing. And right now it happens to be insurance. So, um, 
Yeah, that's, once you get in, you don't get out. We're like the mob over here. <laughs> so, you know, I got in I'm a, by accident, you know, somewhat mm. 17, 18 years ago, and I've never left. And uh, most people's stories are that way. So I look forward to seeing your growth in that. And so I, I think that's, you know, super cool to know that you're at that place and you could probably see, you know, you know, what, three or four months from now, you'll be here. You've been here a year. Um, you're starting to see, okay, some of that stuff they're talking about makes sense now. And I'm going to understand a little bit more and pretty soon right. you'll start to have renewals. And then pretty soon you'll start building your book. And next thing you know, you know, that, that marathon you're coming up on, you know, mile 20, you know, and you're rounding mm-hmm. the corner you're like, Holy smokes, this is, this is legit. This is real deal stuff. I'm making good money. We can take that vacation that my kids and my wife wanted to take. <laughs> right. right. So yeah. let me ask you this. Um, I'm going I'm to play on the educator on this. Um, but uh, let's say that Brevard, Brevard, right? That's how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. I yeah. want to say it. I want to church it up a little bit, but I can't. So Brevard Insurance, let's say they decided tomorrow to hire a new producer and said, hey, you know, Brad, you know, you've been successful and you know how to teach people. Why don't you train them a little bit? What's some of the first things that you would tell a brand new producer coming into the industry uh, to be successful? <laughs> like what was what's some of the things that you've learned or some of the lessons, mistakes you might've made? And I'm going to ramble for a minute to get your thoughts together. Yeah. But like, what, what's some of the things that you would say? And uh, a system, you know, obviously not everyone is a cookie cutter client. You can't treat everybody exact same, but having the same habits for each person that you meet. Um, And so, you know, a system essentially where you're getting the same information or you're, you're diving in at the right points, you know, you're also building a relationship with that person, all, all those things, uh, you know, and just, understanding generally what you're talking about, um, which, and this is no slight to the the insurance education, but when you take your PNC class, you're taking that class to pass the test. And and so passing that test doesn't mean you really know anything (laughs) about insurance. Uh, And so, you know, working with somebody that's willing to sit with you and and teach you. And and that's where I've been fortunate. You know, and so I would say to them, do exactly this, you know, learn how to make a, you know, learn how to make a certificate, learn why, you know, they, your clients need this or that. And, um, you know, I was able to go out and sit in some renewal meetings and take notes and, you know, just not say anything, just took some notes. Oh, they've got this equipment and that equipment. And, uh, oh, they got rid of this car and they added this driver. And, you know, so in, in, in seeing the the process of what a business owner goes through uh, in the course of their business, doesn't matter what business it is. They could have a grading business, landscape business, or they could, you know, run a I don't know HVAC or light manufacturing. They are still managing employees, managing equipment. They are you know worried about this and you know the, everyone's basic needs are are very similar. And then you get into some nuances of this, that, and the other based on the industry. But I think having a good handle on how to talk to business owners in the commercial space is probably one of the, one of the first things that, you know, yeah, for what, sure. are, what are, what are business owners most concerned with? Um, and I think most of them are most concerned uh, with their bottom line, right? They, they want to make money at the end yeah. of the day. They got, they got to pay their mortgage and support their families too. Uh, but at the same time, they've, they've got a company to support employees to support. And yeah. you know, you want, you want to be somebody that's helping them on that, 
on that path, not someone that's, you know, wanting their, I want your premium. I want your, I want your, right. Yeah. So you, you feel like you're coming at it from a, a, like you're partnering with them in this, like you're not just their insurance agent. That's what I'm hearing you say. And you know, you're, you're building those processes that you're going to be consistent no matter your, you know, you know, a uh, prospect or Z prospect, wherever in between, everybody gets the same treatment from Brad Toms. Right. And that's, right. that's good advice. Uh, I like that. Uh, so, you know, I think it's not often that I get the opportunity to, to talk to an agent that's just getting his feet off the ground and just starting to learn this and has had some success early and been a part of a, a reality TV show and in insurance and get to hang out with the mayor and the merman. And right. You know, yeah. Uh, man. <laughs> I got got the fast track to royalty pretty quick there. Dude, you really did. (laughs) Um, And so. Well, and and I'll say, yeah, I was going to say, I I feel really lucky to be able to do that because, you know, uh, David could have as easily said, no, you don't have enough experience to do this. You know, this is, these people have tons of experience and they're killing, you know, these current, but I really feel like, you know, um, I think he felt like I was taking a huge chance uh, just, you know, putting myself out there as an, as a new guy and uh, being, being exposed to, you know, and I always tell, and I tell my agency this, whether I'm on the next week or I'm not just being exposed to uh, you guys and, you know, the challenges and and the the line of thinking uh, to get those larger accounts and to add value to business has been invaluable. So, you know, real quickly, um, you know, you're welcome, David Carruthers, but what I'm doing, what we're talking about here, we keep bringing up the protege. And uh, if anybody knows me and David's relationship, I love to pick on him and give him a hard time and vice versa. Um, But he's a brother. Um, He has a reality show uh, he does on YouTube called The Protégé. And he takes some of the, you know, the top contestants that send him videos to try out. And he walks them through like a crash course from A to Z on how to write big, you know, middle market accounts and what to do from beginning to end. And he has coaches, which I've been, you know, blessed enough to be a coach this year with Mitch and Brad and uh, two other contestants. Um, And so it's been uh, a lot of fun. And I've had Ariel, the merman Rivera as my co-coach and it's been a blast. So uh, another thing I would say, if you're new in the industry, go back and watch season one, watch season two, because you'll get to see a lot and you'll get to learn and see, you know, some of the cool stuff that Brad did, some of the mistakes Brad made, Mm -hmm. you know, some of those things like that. And you get to hear some of that live, I shouldn't say live, but, Here's some of the feedback that David gives you right then there, or get to see behind the scenes footage of our Zoom calls with me and Brad or me and Mitch or the whole team. There's a lot there. So I didn't I didn't want to give him too much, but I, I had to do it. Uh, I love you, David. I love killing commercial. I'm a fan. You know, so if you want to find the protege or killing commercial channel, uh, or look up David Carruthers, that's car others. Um, you know, he spells a little bit differently. You know, he's anyway, I, I gave you enough plug, David. I'm done. So um we're, we're coming up on, on an hour here guys I, I can't believe it uh wow yeah right uh, the new guy the new guy had an hour worth of stuff to talk about that's great right I, you know I, I thought we were gonna have to really stretch there and talk about cats and whatnot for a little while but we got it we nailed it i uh you know and, and i think i would love to see even a year or two from now have you come back on like okay now you know now that i'm you know, got an $8 million book and I'm killing it out there and I'm teaching classes and I'm, you know, an instructor for the killing commercial. You know, you might be a coach as well someday. Who knows? 
Who knows? I would love to follow back up on that. But I think we've left the audience with a lot of good stuff to think about and, and a lot of good material there. And if anything else, rewind back a, you know, a little while and just listen to him walking through a property and talking about doors being blocked and trip hazards and extension cords that we all didn't think about. That was good stuff, Brad. I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Well, maybe that's my first training class, teaching uh, insurance agents how to lead yes. the safety. You should. Uh, I think that's awesome. Uh, edit, so, edit that out so no one steals it. No, I'm just right. <laughs> uh, I've already, you know, I've already got a whole bunch of stuff I got to edit out here, son. <laughs> so I'm kidding. Um, I, I really do appreciate. It. So let me ask you this: if uh, if someone did want to connect with you uh, or mm-hmm. talk to you or give you advice or take advice from you or learn more about you, you know, could you share, you know, how they could find you? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we, you're welcome. My email is just uh, Brad, B-R-A-D at brevardinsurance.com. Um, you're, feel, feel free to email me. Um, we also have a pretty uh, active social uh, presence. So we're on Instagram, uh, Brevard Insurance, North Carolina, or Brevard NC Insurance, and then on uh, Facebook as well. Um, our, our YouTube is just kind of getting going um, with that. It's, but yeah, F- Facebook and, and social. And we do a thing um, on Facebook every Friday. We do a live show uh, with awesome. one of our uh, community you know, businesses or an event or something. And I'm generally the, um, the end and do something silly you know, dress up as something silly or bring some awesome. jokes there. Yeah. We should dude. have led with that, Brad. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, well, so it's in the end out. now. So yeah, it's in the end. Be, but uh, looking for that. The last one, you, if, if she hasn't fixed it already, our social media uh, director uh, is, she is kind of on contract with the agency. And so she works a few days a week here, but she was gone out of the country last Friday. So we had to figure it out by ourselves. And uh, we ended up with the, the video on, on uh, Facebook is like, it's crooked. It's upside down. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. And it was a great interview. It was, it was our new chamber director and she did great. And our other um, uh, producer did great interviewing her, but the video is it's sideways. So uh, we're, we've all got a good, good kick oh, out that of that. That's hilarious. Yeah. So guys reach out to Brad, uh, you know, give him some encouragement. Tell him how, do, how good he did on the show. Uh, watch him on the protege, follow his story a little bit and uh, you know, find his funny things on there and be on the lookout for this guy. Uh, if you're in North Carolina, stay out of his way. Cause he's going to steamroll you and take your business. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us, Brad. It's been so much fun. Oh, thanks, Heath. I appreciate the invite and um, I appreciate you talking to me. It's, it's been great. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And uh, I really hope that the content we brought you today and that Brad and I and our surprise guest, Mitch Gibson, brought to you was something that helped you become a better insurance professional. Guys, if you have an idea for your own show, reach out to my good friends over at Ready, Set, Podcast. The website is GetReadySetPodcast.com. Ready, set, podcast, turning your brilliant idea into reality. Thanks again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.